This is Lauren. This is Trey. And this is the Partnership Podcast. Really interesting question from the internet this week. What happens when your goals aren't aligned with your partners? That's what we're uh, that's what we're chopping up. Enjoy. Remember how they recorded so many videos yesterday? Check, check. I didn't press the record button. It happens. It happened, sure. I, it, you know, it's, it was interesting, hon, because I definitely was able to channel. Did you access some rage? No. So hard for me to, no, I was going to say. Yeah, I what ch- do you go to? Like, say if you. Self-blame. Self-blame? Okay. Yeah. You know me? Yeah. Lauren was recording. Lauren was recording something for Safi. Yeah. Make sure and like and subscribe. And um, she didn't hit the record button on our microphones. So great image, but like the sound quality shit. And it's, I think it's, I think that's the number one thing, unless you like absolutely love that person. But it's the number one thing that I'll turn off. If the sound quality is not good, it's hard to listen to. Which is interesting because in human design, they go into that. That does not deter me. If the quality is there, the content quality, mm-hmm. I'll listen to almost anything. Would you listen to a new person? Like if you're discovering something in the sound quality shit, yeah. would you continue to discover? Yeah, I just did. Even though it's hard to listen to? Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, because for me, wisdom doesn't necessarily come with like the best in tech, right? So some of my favorite teachers have been around for forever. New people. I'm talking about new people, honey. No, these are new people. They just have shit recording systems. But they're like established people within your field. I, I mean, I'm talking about I like some. No. I'm talking about somebody stumbling onto this and being like, "Okay, this is my person." Oh. Uh, I'm talking about like where we have no credibility. Us. Bingo. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't thought about it that way. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm just so glad that you care about it. It's so nice. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I do care about it from like a – so it's the difference. Here's a little Enneagram knowledge. Ones really do care about like quality. Threes are okay to like skip a few steps on the way to get there. Okay. Like we both have the same drive to like produce. I'm totally fine if we take a few shortcuts and blah, blah, blah. Um Got it, where it's like, no, we need to spend thousands of dollars before we even start. Yeah, this never would have happened. But do you know how many people comment on how beautiful our video is? Thank you. Lots of them. Thanks. Thank you, people. Thanks, audience. Thanks, all peoples. <laughs> and then, I mean, things even like the best friend, I've told you, that she watches it. Where yeah. I'm like, you don't have to do that. Do you see us? <laughs> Some people love to watch. All the time. And she said that she never thought she'd want to watch, but that it's... I don't know. She was like, I can't stop. Like, once I start, then I just find it myself sitting there watching the Sweet. whole thing. Good. Good. Like, okay, good. Yeah, good. No, I've had a few people say that, that they never understood the modality until it was us. I, I've told you just the other day that it's been one of the most helpful tools watching us communicate. Mm-hmm. Getting teary already. That's true. Damn yeah, it. to watch in real time, especially if we have conflict, that is very valuable to actually see what what's going on in the room. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like... I don't know how other people who do that. Like, it's been so helpful, especially because we both can, we're both pretty aware if we see people, or, sorry, let me rephrase. If we see ourselves arguing poorly, mm-hmm. like, that's not okay. And on so many pieces of the footage that the world will never see from our practice runs mm-hmm. that we did for about six months, yeah, I, I saw myself shrinking so much. So, so much. And I think that it was my 
you kept saying, you know, it's the self you're putting out in front of the camera, like you're just affected by the cameras. I think more than that, I was affected by how the world would see me as your partner. And so I was doing this weird, like, deference submission thing. Yeah. And so it was so helpful for me to see because I was like, I don't like that. What would you say you're submitting to? You for the sake of the people watching, not really you. Like it was, it was a good study in myself and the behaviors. There's this famous story of me being at a huge church event and ex-husband and I were called up to the front to like share about small groups or something. Small groups are these little discipleship groups that churches form of people. And everyone in the congregation knew me as like, an excellent speaker and all of these things and ex-husband shared a couple things and then passed the mic to me and as an example of like submission and like a quiet heart I just passed the mic to the next person even though like I along with these other four people had been invited up with ex-husband to share I was just like oh he said everything and then passed the mic I had so many people come up to me that day and say, Lauren, that was just so beautiful how you deferred to your husband. But did he say everything? No, I had so much to say. Oh, and you just chose not to because it was like you felt like that was the right thing to do in front of all these people? Like it would be applauded. Yeah. Okay. So I saw glimmers of that on our tape. Hmm. And I don't think it's something even while we were recording that I did in actuality, but I didn't like it on camera and I got to choose whether I would like to continue that or not. And mm. yeah. And it, and it was funny because what you would share back with me of what I was doing on camera. Yeah. I had one picture of, it's like when you hear somebody say, this is what you're doing, but you don't understand it. And then seeing it was like a very helpful exercise. Like, Oh yes, I absolutely am doing that. That is not what I'm like. Cool. Yeah, I had somebody say the other day, a new client who found us because of the partnership podcast, that, yeah, they wondered if we discuss like this when the cameras are off. And I was like, yeah. Like if we talk like this? When we get into a flow, we talk like this when the cameras are off, for (sighs) sure. And we're getting better and better episode, episode. We're just kind of getting in the flow and talking to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, we talk like this so often that we'll have to say. Save for the pod. (laughs) Yes, because we'll find ourselves in the kitchen. Your mic yeah. has a mind of its own today. Yeah. You channeling some rage? Huh? What? I just said, are you channeling some rage? No. <laughs> channeling some annoyance. <laughs> it's fucking mic. I don't know why that one does that. It's so weird. What are we chopping up today, babe? Okay. I... First of all, we really should answer that question that that person submitted that we totally said we were going to answer last time and did not, which is just kind of what do you do if your partner's goals are not aligned with you or if you don't share in their goals? Okay. I was thinking about this and can I hit you with an analogy? Please. If you came to me and you go, Trey, it's me. (laughs) I want to be, it's me, Lauren. I want to be a stunt woman now. Like I want to, I want to drive uh, cars for movies, okay. and it's and this is the company, but it's going to be very, very dangerous. In my mind, I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck? My whole job is to like protect you and make sure you're safe. Um, and like, 
even though this is your dream, it directly violates kind of my perceived duty of like, babe, this is very dangerous and you might die. And that's really inconvenient for me. So, okay. So that can we use that analogy? Sure. Okay, great. So it, reset it. I kind of <laughs> stepped on you. Re, can you reset the question from uh, the person that, that submitted? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, but what do you do if you don't share your partner's goals? Yeah, I've been thinking on this too. I have not come up with as creative as an analogy. Because like you. say that's a goal and that's a dream and right. like this is what I want to do and I want to do this, but I'm I may die at right. any time during work. No, and it's funny because excuse me. You got the burps? I do. All I good. such that interesting there's a tummy bug going around our town and I've wondered if I've had like some version of it. Anyway. Yeah, I think this is a great question. I have clients dealing with this right now, too, because one of them with my clients, like this is several couples, this is happening. One of them has deconstructed their faith and the other one has not. And so often Mm. this is a huge conflict because now one shares evangelical goals, right? Bringing people to Jesus and one does not. Uh Yeah, this gets tricky, right? So, and in the church, we were raised that that would meant you were unequally yoked. And so, like, literally you couldn't plow the field together if you didn't share the same faith. I know. I have thoughts on this. So, actually, it's good that we're talking about this because I have lots of thoughts. It's called yoked? <laughs> and it's a – is this a chicken coop or a field? Can you see, like, what they put on the oxen? Like, if, if – Oh, that thing. Yeah, that's okay. That's a yoke. Okay. I'm a yeah. city. I'm a city boy. <laughs> Got it. That's a yoke. Okay. <laughs> So you have different like so levels. They, you have different harnesses on you now. You're my ox, and if I was the Christian in this relationship, I would be pulling more weight and dragging you. I still laugh. I still laugh that literally my entire life I was taught not to date or pursue someone who did not share my faith. And when sure. we first met, I was still kind of like dabbling in. Well, the, the first whole... night we met, we shared a lot of faith together, honey. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, I shared in your faith, honey. <laughs> like your your whole goals and objectives. That first night that we met, I dove right in. We Please would, continue with we your yoke analogy. We would say that that analogy. was like um, a Bible study. Like um, you were trying, I was trying to like win you to Jesus mm. with my powers. Mm. Uh huh. It was evangelical dating. Well, it worked. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so go ahead, babe. Yeah, let's use your let's use your analogy because what I was going to say is I wanted to talk about our concept of interdependence a little bit. And, you know, what are the lines? And maybe this is for every couple to kind of discuss, right? Because you and I will, I don't know, get passionate about some goal often. Mm -hmm. But I like the example that you brought up because that's kind of extreme. Like, it's pretty extreme, this concept. And then religion. Yeah, it's pretty extreme, too. It's pretty extreme, too. These align. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go. Okay. Uh, let let us remind the audience that these are opinions, and we like to say that this is not a how-to podcast. This is a how-we. This is us, like, sussing it out yeah. with our two different lived experiences. I don't want anyone— Yeah, if you don't like it, turn it off. Yeah. Mind your business. Yeah, and don't, this is not, like, gospel truth. I think this is oh, us no, in real no. time trying to figure out— Yeah. The, We're in the guest bedroom right now. Yes, we are. This, isn't, this ain't fancy. Okay. Interdependence would say— you know, this is two folks walking in relationship towards a, towards a common goal with different, you always say it missions and purposes, right? Same mission, different purposes. Or, you know, 
a theater, for instance, like theater is one of my side goals. Like I love it. It's, it's something you like cheer for, but you don't, other than bye, honey, like you don't do anything to support that. I can't even use Sefi as an example because you do so much to like hold up Sefi. Um, yeah. So interdependence, I think, is beautiful. I think it's great to kind of be okay in yourself, right? Golf's a good example for me. I don't do much to support your dreams of golf other than, bye, honey, and then like sit in the kitchen and talk with you about your most recent practice round or those types of things. I don't think I'd do much. So I don't share in that goal. I'm trying to use some examples of goals that I don't necessarily, I am not passionate about that, nor do I think you're asking me to be. I think you are asking me, forgive me, like interject that this is wrong, to be supportive of you chasing that goal, not of the goal. I don't think we share the goal. I'm not also practicing golf. We both have our communities, your theater community, Mm -hmm. my golf community. Mm -hmm. And then in this scenario with you have your faith-based community or your religious community. Okay, if we're using religion. So yeah, yeah, yeah. or that system Mm -hmm. that you're still plugged into. And then the other person's actually trying to kind of objectively move away from that. Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Is there a lot of like negative pushback? I'd be curious if there's a lot of negative pushback from that community saying, hey, why isn't this person here with us? And that becomes tricky because in our analogy, your theater, my golf, there's no great what's she up to. In... In religion, in fundamentalist religion, and that gets a, I take that back. Just in, that, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think God is so important. I think faith is faith is so important. I think uh, uh, like an infinite intelligence plugging into that is very important. But a lot of our systems, a lot of our man-made systems, highly flawed. And then if you're getting negative pushback from your community, maybe you could tell them, I guess the nice way of saying it is like, well, he or she is doing something else right now, and I'm supporting that. And then if you get even more negative feedback from that, you might need to look at that system. If someone, if one of my golf buddies was like, why isn't Lauren out here practicing? It's like, well... She's not into this anymore. And if and if they were to then say like, well, I don't I don't know what I feel about that. Uh, mind your own fucking business. Mm. Or what? What is it? Tend to your garden or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it, religion is always the trickiest one, honey. Because I didn't grow up religious, or I, you know, I grew up, you know, the Diet Coke of religion, Episcopalian, mm-hmm. where we showed up occasionally. But you telling me these stories of, say, your divorce, mm-hmm. where your divorce was really inconvenient for that system, which was your congregation. Mm-hmm. It was really inconvenient. Yeah. Never mind that both of you were in kind of a sexless, loveless marriage that kind of turned into a business relationship. Never mind that both of you were miserable. It was inconvenient for them. And it, it, you know what it was? It got their numbers down. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, we can't put this on our highlight reel. This is a low light. Mm-hmm. And um, so fuck, um, not the greatest system in my opinion. <laughs> so if it, the religion is probably the trickiest one because I, I feel like I'm repeating myself. There's a lot of negative pushback. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of acceptance. Mm-hmm. And in these systems of religion, we accept everybody as long as they align with our ideals mm-hmm. and don't make us look bad. We right. accept everyone. Right. right. It's not how it works. Yeah. It's complete horseshit. What breaks my heart is it's the opposite of, A, what the world needs, B, what most scriptural texts even speak of. Breaks my heart. While you were talking, I was wondering, you know, within partnership, whose responsibility is it, right? So if this situation is happening... Yeah, is it the partner's job who is choosing to remain in the religious institution? Is it their responsibility to say to the others there, yeah, my other part, my partner is choosing to do something else with their life at this time? Um, like, who do you align with, right? That's a really interesting question there. If they choose interdependence, if they choose their partner, if they choose to protect their partner, then they they align with their partner and they support their partner in right. this. If this is a healthy thing, right? And it it sounds to me like it's right. No, the the, the I, I don't the I don't know any other context. I'm talking about very healthy, very healthy partnerships. Right. Then there needs to be some boundaries within that community if you get any negative pushback. Right. Well, or it's like, well, I support her in this, and uh-huh. she's doing her own thing, and I'm happy to be with you. And then if you get negative pushback, you really need to look at that system. Ding, ding. So you need to choose ding, interdependence. Ding. Uh, uh, what's the opposite? Interdependence versus? Codependence. Codependence is why aren't you here? Why aren't you doing this with me? Mm-hmm. I need you to do this with me. Mm-hmm. I need you to sacrifice and do this with me. Yes. Okay, let's let's switch. Can we switch it to the 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 nicer, sweeter analogy of you just dying in a car wreck and like yeah, a flaming car wreck? I think it stresses you out less. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't yeah, isn't the, the, the fun analogy is like, oh Lauren's dead. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tell me I'm curious about this one. Yeah. Why did this one mortgage? What, yeah. Make sure to deposit it before you die in your stunt your new stunt career. Yeah, we've got a like we've got a lot of work to do yeah. with my stunt career. Okay, yeah. So this goal <laughs> threatens one of your goals. Yeah, one of my purposes. It not even a goal, not even a mission, but like one of now my meta purposes, purposes, global mission is a little bit more local. Okay. Where a purpose is maybe one, two, three things in your life. And then the missions, you can have 10, 15, 20, 30. Oh, taking care of me is a purpose? Yeah. Yeah. I got the state involved and I wear a little rubber thing on my finger now. Yes, honey. Um, so that violates my purpose of making sure that you're mm. protected. But then... Maybe I need to check myself mm-hmm. because I guess it's not my job because then I have to rely that you know what you're doing and I, then I have to rely on your team. Right. 
and then maybe take a look at your team. It's like, oh, oh mm-hmm. your stunt team. Mm-hmm. Is this a, like, is the leader a healthy person? Is this a healthy crew? Do they do things systematically with safety? Or is it like balls to the walls, like uh, what evil can evil? Mm-hmm. Well, then they- if you wanted to do some evil can evil shit, honey, we'd have to have a conversation. <laughs> I'm serious. We'd have to have a conversation about like, hey, this, this, directly violates it's right. it's almost like the equivalent of you like hey i'm gonna start doing heroin yeah. i go well there might be uh, there might be more bad than good when it comes to this <laughs> so i'd have to take a look at the system and then i'd have to uh, i'd have to have a conversation with my lady yeah 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 and then and then we could then i could get to a place of like okay mm-hmm. i understand the risk but it's like unfortunately it's it's or it's not my job to fix or I have to trust in my person. It's more that. It's more I have to trust in my person when it comes to mm-hmm. your your new stunt career. It's such a perfect analogy, hon. Thank you for this. Because, okay, yes, I get this newfound dream to literally be the, the epitome, like the East Coast sought after stunt person specifically with like – driving cars really fast, right? Wonderful that I have this dream, right? So awesome. And, and it's, it's not any less wonderful that I have this dream. And I chose partnership, which is a responsibility I took on out there underneath a tree on October 26th, Mm -hmm. 2022. I chose partnership. Now, can things always be reevaluated? Yes. But I must acknowledge, because I am a grown-ass human who chose partnership, that this might be something to be discussed. Hey, I have this dream. I'm aware of your purposes. Can we sit down and talk about this? What will feel best in your body? What will still allow me to chase dreams? And then, I hate to say this, but if it if it ever was too much for you, then partners should get to decide these things. People do change. They are fluid. And I hate to have this conversation, especially as a person who like specializes in sex and relationships and intimacy, but it's true. Sometimes people do grow and change. And I don't, I think we, we like to push things to a breaking point so then we can vilify someone. And or not be the villain ourselves. Yes. Yeah. And getting curious, I know is harder. I know is more nuanced. I know that it takes more fucking responsibility. I know. But if you feel yourself changing, oh person, Lauren, who wants to have your stunt career, that's a new thing to introduce to the table. Trey did not necessarily sign on to that. And he gets to have a conversation with you. You know one thing you don't do to me? You need to be okay with this. You don't do that to me. That's maybe because I had a decade of being told that. You need to be okay with this. You don't do that to me. And do I do that to you? No. But I do think in typical matrimonial structures here in the United States, a lot of people do that. They feel like once the ring's on the fucking finger, you you can do anything because... You're married and you have to stay. And I say bullshit. Till death do us part or is the rent due every day? Every day. The rent's due every day. Unconditional love is not a thing. Or moment by moment even. Right. Yeah. 
and still taking responsibility. It also doesn't mean that either of us just like go do whatever we want. And we're like, well, rents do every day. Well, so. that, that would violate, that would violate our agreement. Yes. Yeah. If I went and did anything I want, what would I do? <laughs> the, Play the, golf and eat sweets. But isn't that the coolest know. thing about this kind of daily check-in Go to bed concept, at 9.30. Right? Somebody was telling me recently about um, folks who every year on their anniversary, they check back in. Like, cool. it's almost like a check-in. Like, how are things going? Mm-hmm. You know, what would we change? What would we renegotiate? I, I'd say, why wait? I do Yeah, too. why wait till I the anniversary? I think we do it all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like, all the time. Yeah. Um, and so to this original question asker who was saying, what do you do if you don't share goals? I say you sit down and you have a conversation. If you guys no longer share the same goals, mm-hmm. you need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. What goals can be not shared and can you still function interdependently with inside of partnership? Because interdependence is, is always the – you're always striving for interdependence. I think so. It's so much healthier. And then you get to have your own life. And then you get to do your own thing. You get to go do your acting and get to go, you know, hit my little balls. And, yeah. Yeah, because I Church don't... Church has got to be the trickiest one. It's got to be one of the really trickiest. Yeah. I would say that and... Can I slide one in? The pursuit... <laughs> like you did this morning. <laughs> I've been waiting to get that in there. <laughs> All day. Okay. Oh, now you're embarrassed. Now you're embarrassed. You just shared with the world what a what a lady I was on our first date. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Touché. Listen, listen. Um, I would say religion and or um, money, success. Is power the right word? Success, yeah. uh, dr- like capitalism. And it's funny because a lot of the studies I do um, materialism al- align materialism mm-hmm. and or capitalism. I know you you like to be more nuanced with capitalism, which I really appreciate. But materialism and capitalism with religion as a form of it, right? We can worship those things, and so I would almost say just kind of clump those two things in there. I have seen that destroy partnerships as well, okay. where one is like, no, I wanted to work to get to this point, And now wealth is time and expanse and adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, I have all the wealth I need. We talk about this all the time, right? Like, we are so darn wealthy. I, and yet, if one partner still wants to climb that corporate ladder, that could be a different shared goal. Yes. Where if you're, I, I'd see it in my mind, if you're gone, I don't know, six months out of the year or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say for that one? Anything coming to mind? If you're traveling six months out of the year, fuck. Well, if one partner is traveling six months out of the year Mm -hmm. and the other one just wants to be home and is a family and playing. We'd have to have a conversation. Yeah. I wouldn't say yes. I wouldn't say no. We'd just have to have a conversation about it and then we'd give it a try. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So an exercise I love to do, and we've done this once or twice before, is um, a values exercise, like Mm -hmm. selecting values. Mm -hmm. And... I yeah would love love to work with folks on this, and most of, most of my clients will laugh. They'd be like, "You've done this with all of us." But I think that making values based decisions is it's key, 
and you and I have done this before, where you selected 10 values, I selected 10, we whittled it down to five and one, and then we looked at them both and said, where do we overlap? It might be fun to do that again now because we're in such a different season of life. But then what I encourage my clients to do is make a mission statement from their shared five values. What does their partnership stand for in this season? And then we go into making deals looking at all these different aspects of life. And it's funny because religion comes onto this list. Um, success comes onto this list. Hobbies comes onto this list. Household chores. How do you negotiate through the day in, day out flow of life if you don't necessarily share all of the same values as your partner? Because they are an autonomous human. They are full of agency. And then you can either make deals or you can see, oh, no. We are two different people in a different place. Yeah, we could do a values thing. You want to do it for next week's podcast? We could do it on here. Yeah, a little follow up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I'll give you the worksheet, and you can like pre-do them because that would be a long time. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, can't do it on the fly. Like my mind immediately went blank. Yeah, it's like oh, we could do this. No, no, no. Like nope, uh-uh, we're not doing uh-uh. that shit. It's and it's a list of just like thirty words, and some of my clients are like, "This is way too many," and some of my clients are like, "My words weren't on the list." So it's so funny how different Good. people are. Um, but I think seeing another human, this is really important to me just as a human for everything they are. And as a human deserving of their own agency and autonomy is crucial. It's the way I want to live my life. Sometimes in partnership, that means releasing someone. If they need to go chase their value of materialism of success, of something else, if it no longer aligns with you, let's stop vilifying another human. And if they are not interested in budging, they're not interested in budging. Does it break my heart a little bit? Yeah. But I'll tell you what breaks my heart more. And that's trying to force someone else to adhere to our values or someone sacrificing themselves for the sake of someone else's values. It's not okay. It's not okay. And it's what I did for a decade. Both of those things tried to force ex-husband into my value system and tried to submit my body into his values system, which didn't really exist. It was just kind of like the churches. And I almost died. And in the process, like, learned to hate a human, hmm. right? Because the resentment just kept building the and building. Resentment and the, the, it was like literally killing my dreams. It was killing who I was. It was suffocating me. And I don't want anyone to think it was like an overnight process of ex-husband and I coming back to each other, right? Like being good buddies now. It was not. It was a lot of hard work and a lot of boundaries. Years. Took years and years. And now look at him, right? Like he's thriving. We're thriving. Mm -hmm. I I just have so many people saying, yeah, well, I'm just waiting until, I'm just waiting until. Don't, we don't need for the shoe to drop. We don't Mm -hmm. need for it to break. Because most likely by a breaking point, someone has been harmed deeply. So if your intuition is saying, I don't know if I'm aligned with my partner anymore, listen to it, have a curious conversation, push in 
let someone tell you who they are, have some values-based discussions. Yeah. When we're out of alignment, we feel it, feel it real quick. Whoa. You can, you can feel it in me. Yeah. I can't hide shit from you. Um, yeah. And I'm afraid for people that stay out of alignment where they just get used to going through life out of alignment. And it's a scary thing to bring up too. That's what I was just going to say. Do you have any tips for that? Like how to bring it up from just your perspective? Yeah. You, I don't know. You, you harness the courage within. God, it sounds so fucking corny. And then you, you just do it. Harness. You do the hard thing, and if you get, if you get deflected upon, if you get pushed back like that, if you get dismissed, then you need to look at the, the relationship that you're in. Yeah. And then, I'm I'm not into sacrifice. No. When it comes to things like that. No. Sacrifice is important, but we don't sacrifice for each other, do we? You know, what's maybe like thankless sacrifice or or versus understood and celebrated sacrifice for instance. Sometimes you do sacrifice for me, baby. Like um the, the ways you support the growth of my business is incredibly sacrificial. Well, it's not a sacrifice, sometimes. honey. That's a choice. Like, I'm, I'm choosing to do those things. No one's forcing me. I choose to do those things. Hmm. So I don't, I don't see it as sacrifice. I get how, the, I get yeah, how you can yeah. interchange words. Yeah. Sacrifice does sound thankless. Um, it sounds like something you do for a person who is in a position of power above you. It sounds like it's done against your will. It sounds like required. Mm-hmm. And those things speak all kinds of lack of agency to me. Like those things sound like a person who had no choice in the matter, mm-hmm. which, uh, no, not okay with me. I mean, we know our phrases. we choose partnership. I mean, mm-hmm. we said it coming across the country every time, which means if we're choosing partnership, we can also unchoose partnership. And our actions do every day are the things showing one another how we're choosing partnership. This is not just something we say with our words. This is everything from little things to like surprising one another by prepping the coffee to big things like choosing to communicate hard stuff, Yeah. right? Choosing to share feelings. I want to acknowledge that, and you always say that this is not true. So I'm going to say for some people raised in male bodies, raised as men in this culture, talking about feelings has not exactly been something they have ever been given space to do. So yeah. I also want to remind people in female bodies that we have some more, we have more tools at our disposal and that we need to watch ourselves because sometimes we can be so defensive and so easily hurt <laughs> that we don't give space for our incredible male partners to share their emotions openly and honestly. We'll say sometimes like, baby, there's space. There's mm-hmm. space for your feelings. Yeah. Our basement flooded on Friday, everybody. We haven't even talked about this. A tray felt lots of feelings. Mm-hmm. And it was not mine to fix. I no. had to see clients all day. I did ask him at the top of the day, would you like me to cancel my clients mm-hmm. and help you? You said no. Work. 
that night and the next morning, it was still coursing through you. And even in bed, I don't know if you remember this, I was trying to give you space to share some things. And eventually you said, you know, babe, can we talk about something else? Mm -hmm. Anything else? It's my honor and joy in those moments to be like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Right. I want you to know that there's space to talk about these things, to share the emotional output and for me to hold space if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Again, agency. Thanks, babe. So many people in female bodies will push in like, well, but no, you should talk about this. Or, well, but how are you really feeling? Interdependence, y'all. Like, we've, <laughs> let's trust our partners. Let's really trust our partners. Shit, we have to trust ourselves first. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so much of the reason why I stayed in the marriage that I stayed in for so long is I didn't trust myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't trust myself to go. I didn't think I could. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I could make it on my own. Um, it is yeah, so necessary to be able to trust self first. I think you hit the nail on the head because if we trust our own ability to think and to exist and to thrive, then the dreams, the goals, the fill in the blanks of other people will not be as threatening and will be very clear if they align or misalign with our lives. Yeah, trusting ourselves first, baby. Way to close it out. Boom. Love you. I love you. Bye. I'm going to look at the camera and tell it something. Yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> you can keep it on split screen. Um, thanks for watching the Partnership Podcast. Um, we appreciate all of you who have liked and subscribed so far on YouTube. Please keep it up. Um, we are Spotify ambassadors, and Spotify has recently told us that if... I can't imagine what faces he is making into the camera right now. Um, if we can have a certain follower count on Spotify, um, that we can keep our ambassadorship. And I like to be completely transparent about this. We do make money from this Spotify ambassadorship. And it is money that supports the work of my small business, Sex Ed For You. And it means the world to us if you follow. Hit the fucking subscribe button. We're trying to buy a boat. <laughs> not trying to buy a boat. We're trying to buy a boat. The $3.68 that we have made so far. We need more for a boat. Will not provide a boat for us. Um, but y'all are the best. Remember that everything you hear on the Partnership Podcast is an opinion and just an opinion. We encourage you to do research. We encourage you to form your own opinions. And remember, this is not a how-to podcast. This is a how-we podcast. Bye.